0: Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnahes Pei O Perek Mishnah Ches and Mishnah Tes. And today's mishnayos are being learned. This should be a bench for that. Good health, Parnosa B'Shafa and Kol Tov Sela. And with this mishnah, we continue with a similar topic of the previous mishnah. Similarly, If a person has Makdish his fruits, his produce, before they came to the Chiev, to the time of Maisers, we've already learned previously that a person's Chai to take off Maiser from his produce once it's reached a certain stage. Usually, that stage is called Meruach, that it's been smoothed out in a pile. So, if he was Makdash his produce before it got to that stage, Upadan, and then he redeemed it from Hektesh before it got to that stage, Chayavin. So he's Chayv in Meisr, he's Chayv to take Meisr off of his produce if he was the one that actually brought it to the stage of Meruach. And similarly, Mishabol and his so if he was Makdash it after it already got to the stage where it's Chayv in Meisr, and then he redeemed it from Hektesh, Chayavin. So he's still Chayv to take off Meisr. However, Higdishon Achaloynigmuru, if he was Makdash it before it got to the stage where it's Chayv in Meisr, before Meruach, Ugmar and HaGizbar, and then the giz- the treasure of Hektish, he completed it. He made sure that either he himself or an agent of Hektish went about putting everything into a pile and being meruach, making sure that now it's smoothed out in a pile and then only afterwards he redeemed it from Hektish, Peturin. So then he's potter to take Miser off of this produce because at the time where it technically would have been Chayv Meiser, which is they were potter because they were in the Rishos of Hektish and he redeemed it after that stage so he does not have to take Miser off of this produce. And now moving on to Meshitas. Misha Lockett a payah. Let's say someone harvested payah and this fellow that harvested it is considered an usher. Now that does not necessarily mean that he's very wealthy. It doesn't have to be that he's wealthy. It just means that he's not an ani. He's not allowed to take payah himself. So we're going to call this fellow who's called by the mafarshim an usher. We're going to call him zvulun. So zvulun harvests some payah va'amran. He says, haray ish plenty ani. This payah is for my friend who's an ani. We're going to call the ani Yisachar. So zvulun takes some payah for Yisachar and he tries to be zaycha in this payah for his friend Yisachar the ani. Says Lazar, he actually is able to be zeicha in that payah for his friend Yisachar. But and the say, he can't be zeicha in that payah for his friend, and he has to give it to the first ani that he sees. Now, what exactly is Machleks between Rebbe and the Chachamim? So both of them agree that if this person himself was poor, let's say Zvulun actually was allowed to take peah, so he would have something called a Migoy. Migoy literally means since. What would we say over here? We would say, Since he's able to be zeichah in this peah himself, because he himself is poor, so he could also be be in it for his friend. So the Chachamim would agree to that, and both Rebelezer and Chachamim say that that would be okay. However, Rebelezer takes this a step further. He says that this fellow who's rich, this is a Vulan fellow, right now he's not able to take Peah. However, Migo, since if he would like to be Mothgir all of his Nechassim, if he wants to take all of his Nechassim and say they're all ownerless, everything of mine is completely free for the taking, so then that would turn him into a poor person. And then, of course, once he's poor, he's able to be Zeichah and Peah for his friend. So Rebelezer says we apply both... Both of these Migos. migu, if he wants to make himself poor, he can make himself poor. And then if he was poor, Migos, since he could be in it for himself, he could be for his friend. So even though he hasn't done either of those things, he's able to be in it for his friend, even though he's considered rich. Whereas the Chachamim say, we're only going to apply one Migo, we're not going to apply two Migos. So if this person is considered wealthy, this Zavulin fellow, so he's not allowed to be in it for his friend, the poor fellow. And the Mishnah concludes with Halacha, Halekab Ashekab shal nachri. a Gentile leaves over Lekach Shecham We know the Gentiles do not have to leave Lekach Shecham but he lives among Yidden, and he says, "Hey, what a beautiful thing! Lackat shechem I'm going to do that in my field. So that lackat shechem that he leaves over chayv in meisur is actually chayv in Meiser. That's because it's just like regular grain from this Gentile, and just like we know that if a person buys produce from a Gentile in Eretz Yisrael, he still has to take off Meiser. So too, the Anim they're going to take this lackat shechem that were left by the Gentile. They also have to separate trumas and meisurs from this because it's not Pater. It's not really considered like Lekat shechem Now this is the halacha, except for elin Kane hifker if the nachri. If this Gentile was actually mafkir this stuff, he declared it ownerless, so we know that produce, which is ownerless, is not chayv in If he didn't declare it ownerless, he just left it, and he allowed that name to take it, that doesn't mean that it's ownerless. If he declared it ownerless, he was mafkirin, so then it would be pater and maestress. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Yud and Yud Aleph. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.